Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to the Wes and Walker Show. You know what that sounds like to me? What's it sound like? It's Wes. Sounds like any artist out there that want to be an artist. Want to stay a star and don't have to worry about the executive producer being all in the videos, all in the records dancing. Come to death row. That's what that sounds like to me. And Walker. Uh, I take it by your blank expression. You might not be very familiar with that quote. Wes, I'm not going to lie to you. I have no clue what you're talking about. It's one of the most famous in your hip-hop head. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. I even knew that. I'm I'm sure you did. (laughs) We try not to be biased here on the station. <laughs> I, was, you know? I was thinking that. I was thinking but that. Not but not one uh, Duke moment has been played here on this show. So you Duke fans, I just want you to know, this is not of my doing. <laughs> uh, you know, we have a staunch Carolina supporter here that is making sure the Carolina propaganda is on and cracking all day long. Okay, um, you're you're right about that, and I think <laughs> what what brought that to both of our attention is the fact that Fiddy played a soundbite where <laughs> I don't know, probably 15 seconds was just the heel home crowd polling for Carolina. There wasn't Jay Billis analysis. There wasn't anybody on the call. It was basically just letting the moment breathe. And we decided to play that on the airwaves for 15 seconds. And that's why I think it came to my attention, too. Don't worry, folks. Some furniture might be moving uh, during the next commercial break. Because I may go back there and just, you know, give Fiddy uh, a little touch-up to make sure he puts maybe the Austin Rivers. Maybe before the draft, we could get the Austin Rivers shot, the Jeff Capel shot, something in to balance out this propaganda that we've got going today. So if you come back and Fiddy sounds like a man that's been beaten, uh, he probably has been. Yeah, the the Austin River shot is usually the comeback for Duke fans because that's what Chadillac writes in, and th- there's that's the one. Because even the Capel shot, you can still say, well, North Carolina won that game anyway. Yeah. And so, like, that's the comeback against the Capel shot, but the Austin River one. That one hurts. All right, so let's get it going. Let's get cracking. North Carolina and Duke preview Saturday on ESPN. This is the 261st time that they will play against each other. The 49th game in which they are both ranked inside of the top 10. That's the most top 10 meetings between two teams in college basketball history. Carolina's 143 and 117 all time against Duke. Uh, also, that includes 65 and 39 in Chapel Hill, 20 and 18 in the Smith Center. But the Blue Devils won both games last season. The Tar Heels have won four of the last seven. And so the last time the Heels have won a top 10 matchup was March 4th of 2019 when Kobe White led number three North Carolina past number four Duke 79-70 in the Smith Center. But this season the Heels are four and two against ranked opponents. So Carolina is battle tested. 
Duke has won at the Dean Smith Center the past two seasons, including a 62-57 win on March 4th of 2023 and an 87-67 triumph on February 5th of 2022. Duke ranks 11th nationally in the fewest turnovers and 12th in assisted turnover ratio. They're 7-1 in the month of January, and they're doing it with different lineups. They've started six different lineups this season with the latest consisting of only freshmen and sophomores. So this is a tremendous matchup all across the board. Uh, these are two teams with different storylines coming in. People are going to want to see how Carolina going to respond. Was the Georgia Tech game a fluke that they were looking past them to get to this game? Is this going to be a game where Duke or where Carolina really puts the nail in the coffin of the ACC to show that this league is theirs? And for Duke, to me, this is a show-me game. They've lost, uh, I believe, in it three games now, two unranked opponents. And so a lot of people are questioning the Blue Devils and if they are the team that everybody thought at the beginning of the season was the front runner to win this thing. Kyle Filipowski, the preseason ACC player of the year, but that is going to more than likely be taken by R.J. Davis. So what are our thoughts as we get ready for this mega matchup? Well, if you look at the biggest matchup in this game, I think I look more to the Harrison Ingram-Mark Mitchell matchup. If you look at the start of January, Mitchell has gone for over 20 points or 20 points or more in three of those games. Now, granted, two of them were against Notre Dame and Louisville. The other one was right there on January 2nd against Syracuse. But we know that high-energy guy is Mark Mitchell, too, right? 14 rebounds against Notre Dame. Did have 12 against Louisville. Eight in this last time out against Virginia Tech on the road. I'm really interested to see that matchup. He also had six turnovers, by the way, against the Hokies. He can't do that if you hope, uh, if you hope that Duke wins this one. But I just feel like, okay, go put the high-motor guys that are really good rebounders that could have a big swing in this one. I give the edge to Harrison Ingram. I just think he's a better basketball player. I, M Mitchell is coming back. He's going to be a draft pick, too. But I do think that's going to be an important one. If Mitchell can win that matchup, Wes, that goes a long way for the Blue Devils. Well, a big matchup that I'm going to be looking forward to is going to be at that point guard position. Tyrese Proctor has combined, Proctor. Tyrese Proctor has combined for 42 points in his last two games versus Louisville and Clemson. It's the best consecutive game scoring output of his career. Uh, he's really come back from injury and asserted himself with this basketball team. And he's going to be going up against Elliot Cadeau, who's coming to uh, a bit of a scoring uh, renaissance, if you will. Uh, he's had double-digit scoring in his last couple of games, and he looks like a guy that's getting better and better as the season goes along. You know that I've complimented his defense and what he brings to the table, uh, especially after what he did to Boopy Miller. This is a young guy that's ahead of his years, and so I think that this is going to be uh, a tremendous game. I mean, Georgia Tech, he had only had five points. He fouled out of that contest, but before that had 30 combined points. So I want to see how these point guards are going to play because I think those are going to be uh, key matchups in this game that are going to determine the outcome. Fitty, what say you? Let's go. I can't disagree with either one of y'all's points. I, I'm with well, or I'm with Walker where the more I think about this game, if, if Harrison Ingram outplays Mark Mitchell, I think that really tips the scales in favor of Carolina. But also, like when these two teams meet, it's like an NCAA tournament game. And what do we say when we get to March? Whoever has the best guard play has the best chance to win. 
The thing is, is they're both kind of similar in their backcourt. You got a vet in Jeremy Roach for Duke, a vet in R.J. Davis for Carolina, a young guy in Tyrese Proctor for Duke who's played in these games, a young guy for Elliott Cadeau who's never played in these games. Whichever backcourt I think plays at the highest level, I think really puts them in a great position to win. If, oh, go ahead. I, I was just going to say yeah. a lot of a lot of negativity around the play of Armando Baycott as of late. I spoke with Art Chansky yesterday, and even he said just not playing at a high level, not playing hard enough. This feels like a vintage Mondo game, right? Big game at home, and if he loses, he will finish his career one and four at home against Duke. You don't want that on your on, on your ledger as you're trying to build. A legacy that'll last a lifetime at Carolina. Well, clearly has some monster victories against Duke, too, but you are right. You would like to get that home record a little better, and you say it feels like an NCAA tournament game. Clearly, it has something close to that type of feel. When he played Duke in the Final Four two years ago, he grabbed 21 rebounds. Last year, he had a couple of games with double-digit rebounds. I do wonder if Armando not only provides some of the scoring prowess, but... Is this just a super rebound type of game? Like more than 10? Do we get 15 or more from Armando that just goes Rumble down there? Battle down there with, right. With that, that's what I wonder too. So that that's a good point. Maybe not a player matchup for Armando, but can you just see the stupid board numbers from him like we've seen a couple of years ago? And I'm going to throw in a wild card in this matchup. Who's going to be that player that's going to be an X factor in this game? If I had to choose a guy, I'm going to go with Jared McCain from Duke. Uh, over his last 12 games, he's averaged 15 and a half points. He scored 20 or more in five of the last 12, shooting 49% from the field, 40% from three, and almost 90% from the free throw line. Uh, this is a freshman. It looks like he's built for the spotlight. I expect him to have a big game in this one. Yeah, I'm interested, too, just some of the other players, like Cadeau, what's he going to do in where, okay, we're looking at R.J. Davis, Tyrese Proctor. That's a good backcourt matchup. But Cadeau, this being the first Duke-Carolina game, how is he going to handle the – it's going to be at home, so the, the crowd noise is going to be in his favor. But he's been settling down more as a playmaker. I, I know he got hurt, but also when you're driving to the basket and you're still just finding your spots, getting your way through the defense to get to the rim, is he going to be a little rushed? And is he going to turn the ball over at a higher rate? I'm interested to see how Cadeau plays against this Blue Devils team. Freddie, who's your X factor for this matchup? To me, it, it, if, 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 from a Carolina perspective, it's Cormac Ryan. Like at some point, the ball's got to go in the basket. Shots, yeah. You know, um, the shot selection. It's got to be better than the other night. You 3 of 10 from 3. You 3 of 14 from the field overall. He shot and missed so bad. He hit the underside of the iron on a quick out-of-bounds shot. 25 years old. I don't think the stage is going to be too big, too bright. You've got to validate the reason why you're in the starting lineup at some point in ACC play. If he can knock down two to three three-pointers, it makes the game easier for everybody else. So he's the X factor, in my opinion, for the heels. All right, which coach does this mean more for? Well, this is to me, this is easy. It's Hubert Davis. You're 0-2 at home against against Duke. And even though you've got the road wins, and yes, they matter, and they mean something because of the significance of those wins, you don't want the reputation of you can't beat your rival at home. It was something that Roy Williams had to fight going into that that, that game that Marvin Williams won the game against because if they would have lost the game, he'd been 0-4 against Duke, 0-2 at home. I don't think there's immense pressure. Like if Huber Davis loses this game, his job's on the line. 
but you don't want to be 0-3 at home against your biggest rival in the biggest game in the sport. Yeah, I'm going to go the opposite direction. I'm going to go with John Shire because we know that uh, this is a Duke team that has had some loss on their schedule, as I said, to Arkansas, to Georgia Tech, and to Pitt, uh, their most recent. But they haven't beat a top-notch team since they beat Baylor earlier in the season. And I think a lot of people don't know quite what to think, including us on this show. We haven't known exactly which way to feel about this Duke team because I thought coming out that they were going to be head and shoulders uh, above pretty much every team in this conference except for perhaps the North Carolina and Miami. But Duke looks like a team that we're just not sure if they're poised to make even the type of run that they made last year. So I think for Shire, he needs to come out and show the Duke faithful that this team is ready for a primetime run and they can beat big-time teams. I think it's Shire, too. I know you're going with the home record against Duke for Hubert Davis. But fitting to me, man, like, I think you have enough of a cushion when you have a win against Coach K, his final game in Cameron Indoor, and you win a Final Four contest. I get it. You want to win at the Dean Dome against Duke. But you would still take the circumstances as they are with you having beat Coach K a couple of times to end his career and having won the biggest matchup of all time in the b- biggest rivalry that we've ever seen. Like, Hubert Davis can always go back to that. If they lose tonight at home... Hubert Davis will be upset. He's going to want to win just as he is every single game, especially against Duke. And then he'll realize, at least I have the most important game in rivalry history under my belt. The first year I ever coached with this program. John Shire, it's not like there is a ton of valid criticism, I think, towards him, like not being a good coach. But they're losing a few more games than they should have this year. And if they beat North Carolina... That's a monster win for them to try to get back in what? Like, I know they're the seventh seed right now or their seventh-ranked team, but what's their strength of schedule like? Like, they got the win against Baylor. Their non-conference isn't great as far as trying to get a win against some of those non-conference teams. I think this is John Shire because if you lose here, like, think about his record against Hubert Davis. I guess you're you're one and two or you're two and one right now. Is that right? John Shire against North Carolina? He's two and oh. 2-0 against uh, against Hubert Davis, excuse me. So, yeah, if you lose, you at least have a couple wins. But it's all about this year. Like, now you have to try to figure out how you can get to the NCAA tournament and continue to move on to the big dance and put yourself in the best possible shot at that. I think this is John Shire as well. If if Carolina wins or loses this game, does it change our perception of them? If they take a loss, do we look at them differently? And if they win, do we feel like that they're just head and shoulders above the rest of the ACC? Part of me says yes if they lose because it's back-to-back losses and all of a sudden you got a half-game lead in the ACC with nine games to go. But I, there's just a different trust factor with this. You know, even if they lose, I don't think I'm going to panic. I don't think they're that fragile to where if they fall short in this game, it could derail the season. I think if they win, though, this is just a springboard to where, like you said, Wes, you said two weeks ago you, you thought they ran away with this league. I think if they win tomorrow night, I think they'll put the cushion between them and have this thing wrapped up in early to late February. Totally agree with everything that you just said. If, if they lose three, then we start to worry a little bit. Yeah, like if they lose Tuesday at home to Clemson, I'll be going to the foul line. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but not this game. We can't just say, oh, you got to throw the records out anytime you see this rivalry game and then just say also, but if they don't beat this Duke team, then it's going to be a real problem. Like I don't, Unless it's the last game of the season and the heels – 
tournament chances are on the line. I don't think you'd say that this is going to be this big indictment on the squad. If we constantly say you have to throw the records out, completely agree. Yeah, and I think it's going to be all about the optics. Is this a game that goes down to the wire, Carolina battles to the very end? But if they come out and get punked by Duke, they get smashed on the boards and Duke just comes in there and dominates. And I think you got to look at things a little bit differently, uh, but we shall see. Now, when we come back on the Wesson Walker Show, is what you've all been waiting for, the Duke and Carolina all-time player draft. We're going to have bias on two sides, and then we're going to have some object objectivity in the middle on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And the Carolina propaganda continues. It's so strong with Fiddy behind the ones and twos. Jeez. I don't expect it to stop. How many clips do you have in your bank? And how many Duke clips do you have in the bank? Dude, here's the thing. I tried playing the Duke clips. They just don't play. For some reason? Huh? <laughs> it's some... just, you know, there's just some, it's almost like, you know, they choked. Oh, no. Like they did against Mercer or oh, Lehigh or... I and mean, you could even say against Carolina and Coach K's final home game. Well, and don't even you know, don't forget VCU. Yeah. VCU, oh yeah, but I mean it was a six eleven, you know, not really an upset, but an upset. But yeah, you know, I mean, I, I try, guys, but the Vox Pro would just just responds better could to you, Carolina highlights. Could you possibly find Chris Jenkins? And he's wearing he's wearing the uniform. <laughs> I know. All right, let's get to this draft. I'm excited about this. Let's do this. He said, we need all the time we can get. He said enough of this stuff. Hey, you brought up Chris Jenkins. That hurts. We got to have like five <laughs> seconds before we come back from that. Real quickly. build a statue for that man. All right, so before we actually do the draft, I'm going to explain the rules here because we're going to each draft our starting five. We'll do a snake draft. Because West is being a good sport and wearing the Rashad McCants uniform will allow him to have the first overall pick. Okay. And then so it'll be Wes, it'll be me, and then it'll be Fiddy, but Fiddy will get to choose back-to-back. We'll do the snake thing. So we'll do that. My question is, are we trying to field a team of a starting five and have one bench player? Are we trying to field a team that will beat the other one? Or are we trying to like just draft the best players of all time? Are we trying to have our own I'm version going for of a, a team ranking? that could win? Okay, so you're you're trying to beat my team and yes. you're trying to beat Fiddy's team. Is mm-hmm. that how you want to roll with this, Fiddy? So we're not just trying to draft Lenny Rosenbluth 
Or <laughs> no disrespect to Lenny. No Did disrespect. you just disrespect no, the top no. three player? Listen, all time? I'm gonna disrespect him. He wasn't playing before. It was black I'm, players out there? So I he ain't, was though. I ain't no, he was. Was he? He? he played against Will Chamberlain. So okay, he played one. Against, yeah, yeah, nah. That fifties, that fifties, that fifties patting the basketball but with it was the a good sped one, up though. clips. Nah, man, it gets no respect up in here. Uh, all right, so look, let, you get what I'm saying. I mean, though, integration player. I, I mean, but okay, so Lenny is is there, but like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna draft the the best starting five I can put together and put okay. trust and faith that the coach that I draft okay. will beat your team. Oh, we're drafting coaches. Oh, too. I am. Okay, well, all right. Well, I we mean, know who it's gonna be. Okay, so <laughs> there's three coaches to choose from. You know, there is he. Although whoever ca- drafts Coach K, I'm just gonna draft Hubert Davis. That's all. I'm gonna beat you. I mean, that's hey. See, yeah, there's four. There's four. Well, all right. So let's go ahead and get this thing started, man. Um, I don't know what kind of imaging we have. I, it's gonna take way too long, I think, to have the sounder every single time. So maybe we just go ahead and skip that. What do you think, Yo, producer? Bang out. I was gonna say we just hit it at the beginning of each round, if you will. Okay, that's fine. You'll have it ready to go. So, all right, Wes, you have the first overall pick. Now, there is some strategy here for you because you have to try to figure out what we're going to do. You think we're going to be biased. And so maybe this is the time to go ahead and get a Tar Heel when they're all on the board. (laughs) But perhaps you like a Duke player better. You tell us when the pick is in. Well, I had in my mind who I thought was going to be my first pick. But the pick is in, folks. I mean, unlike you two guys, you know, I am objective here i gotta get the guy whose shoes that i'm wearing whose money that i've spent on several times give mm-hmm. me mj at the two guard spot for team brian i wear that I, I wear that i'm gonna be biased in this um it's the it's the right pick i mean i i don't know if Fiddy is gonna try to make it like oh he wasn't the best player at carolina specifically but if you draft jordan number one overall right, i'm not gonna hold him down like dean smith did i'm gonna let him rock these these insults cut deep. He got that man a championship, Wes. But the joke has always been, who could hold MJ down? It was Dean. He comes over to my team. I'm like Birdie from above the rim. I'm going to have my cigar. Yes. People always say the only player. Yeah, they say the only person that can hold MJ down is Dean Smith. Coach Smith. You know what? I'm not even getting mad at that because the only opinion on that that matters is Michael Jordan's. And Michael Jordan would die for that man. So that's all I need to listen to. By the way. I'm going to let him go for 40 on you. Yeah, well. (laughs) He ain't going to get that chip, though. Maybe he would. I don't know. He probably would. It's, it's Michael Jordan. somebody if he didn't. That's true. Just like Gerald Henderson. But he's not my pick. This guy is. The pick is in. Number two. I, I think this one's kind of easy for me as well. I'm going to go with Tyler Hansborough. Mm-hmm. Psycho T. Welcome aboard with your Muppet face looking self. <laughs> I love it. I'm ready for you to win a championship for us, too. The most decorated player in North Carolina history, Tyler Hansborough on Team Walk. Solid pick. Love it. So first two picks have been Carolina guys. I made it known I'm not picking. I'm not picking a Dukey. Mm-hmm. My pick is in, and this is hard for me because uh, he's not my favorite Tar Heel of all time. But I'm going to get the point guard. It's not Marcus Page, Joel Berry, Kobe White, Kendall Marshall, Ty Lawson, Raymond Felton. Going the man that ran the offense of my podcast, Phil yeah. Ford. I, I wondered if you were going that far back. By the way, remember to write this down. We've done drafts before where I've then got you it don't. Too. I'm re- documenting. Okay, cool. Where Fitty just doesn't remember, and then it's like, wait, who did I select here? And it's been a whole mess. We're not going to do that. We're going to learn from our mistakes. And so the first round is Wes drafting Michael Jordan. I draft Tyler Hansborough. Fitty. Who gets to go again? His first round pick is Phil Ford. Go ahead, back to back picks, Fiddy. What you got? Oh man, so I'm going back to back. 
the fourth pick is in. <laughs> I'm going to go to that 1982 national championship team. I'm going to get okay. the running mate with Michael Jordan and the guy that Sleepy Floyd threw the basketball to. Yeah. James Worthy. Okay, big game, James. James Worthy is pretty good. This one's a lot harder. I think this one, this is where it gets hard for me. It would have been hard for me in the fourth overall selection. Mm. I knew what it was going to be the first and the second pick. It would have gone exactly how it went here. I would have gone Michael had you not selected him. And I did get Psycho T. For this one, I think... Oh, this one's tough. <laughs> Pig is in for Walker Mail. I'm going to go with another player of the year award winner. All right. Your boy. Antoine Jameson. Okay. Welcome aboard. Straight front, out of Queen City. Front, front court of Antoine Jameson and Tyler Hansborough playing for Team Walker. We like the big boys down low. All what right. you got? Uh, well, my next pick being the first of two since we're doing it snake style. Listen, man, y'all making this easy for me since you don't want to take any of the dookies. My take second em. pick, I'm doing positionless basketball here. My point guard is going to be Grant Hill. Let's get it. Come on. Mm. Okay. Yeah, man. Well, Grant I, Hill not and even, not MJ. Even the best point guard in Duke history. Well, I have to see how else you're going to fill it out. Grant Hill and MJ. Let's go. Grant, Grant Hill is the only Ooh. Duke player I would have considered to draft. Okay. So I, I hear you. But all right, go ahead. Who's the next pick after Grant Hill is the last selection of the second round? It's it's you. It's Snake. oh, it's okay. Snake. Yeah, Snake I get to style. go back Both to back. Sorry, sorry, Snake sorry, style. I forgot. That's okay. <laughs> all right, uh, for my third pick. <laughs> I'm about to Walker, Minnesota you got Psycho T in there. You know what I'm saying? I got to have a matchup for him. I got to have you somebody don't. down in there who could get that work done. Go get you Sheldon know who I'm Williams. going to. Sheldon Everybody Williams. hates him. But that was one bad white boy. Give me <laughs> Christian damn Leitner as my next pick. He don't want right? these problems. He don't want these Ooh, problems. That'd be a hell of a matchup seeing Christian Leitner and Psycho T going at it. He don't want these problems. All right. I, I got to take... Yeah, this is going pretty much how I wanted it to. Pick is in. I'm just going straight up front court. And the backcourt players are all my favorite, but I'm going straight up front court. Vince Carter. I, was, nice. I can't believe you. you I, he waited. I he lasted this long for I'm, you. I, I know. I know. Nice because, pick. Because I thought about doing it before Antoine, but I thought, okay, Antoine, the more decorated player, so now I've got Vince Carter, Antoine Jameson, Tyler Hansborough. Oh, goodness gracious. I'm sorry that I had to do that to y'all. Go ahead. What's the last pick of the third round for Josh Fitty Marlowe? And then, of course, the snake draft. You get to go back to back. Did you say that Antoine Jameson was off the board? Did you draft him already? I did. Oh, I'm not writing down your draft pick. So, uh. <laughs> Fitty, look, to, to be a little bit fair to Fitty, there is a lot you have to do as the producer. There is one soundbite you're hitting, but... Antoine Jameson's off the board, and so now you got to scramble. I will take your pick away like the Minnesota Vikings had their selection taken away. No, we don't have to worry. We don't have to do anything like that. I'll stick with the 82 team. Big smooth. Okay. Sam Perkins okay. will be my Perkins. will be my third pick. Okay. I can't wait until Fiddy takes Lenny Rosenbluth and shakes his fist <laughs> at us. All that right. sounds like a celebration that would be fitting for the time that he played. All right, so update the people on your team and then let us know who your fourth overall pick is going to be. All right, so Fiddy has Phil Ford, James Worthy, and Sam Perkins. Man, you're just taking the whole team. I mean, that's just what it is. I am. Okay. And now to start the fourth round... 
So did you say that Lenny Rosenbluth was off the table? Because no, you can pick. Oh, okay. You can take him. I okay. just, I just said the joke. respect factor and it's no isn't re- quite no, there. I'm not, yeah, I guess I am disrespecting him. I don't mean to, though. Lenny's yeah. great. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the guy that led North Carolina to an undefeated national title, 32 and 0. Took down Will Chamberlain it. in Kansas City. He's a top three Carolina basketball player all time. I'll take Lenny Rosenbluth. I mm. do like 704 number writing in LMAO. We're not gonna get confused. Fitty three minutes later. Wait, is Jameson off the board? <laughs> that, that, that did happen. Who'd you say, Fitty? Who was your last guy? It's Lenny, Lenny. Rosenbluth. Okay. This is a disorganized mess, but it's okay. We're we're still staying on track. All right, this is also one where it gets real tough. See, this is where I might just lose the people. (laughs) Um, This one, ah, this one's tough. Um, I got to fill out my backcourt, so I got to go at the shooting guard or the point guard position. I got all the depth in the world to be able to select whoever I want at point guard, but I do think I've got the pick. Pick is in for Walker Mail. Okay. I'm going a little bit against what my heart is telling me to do, and I'm going with what my brain is telling me to do. I'm going to select Ty Lawson. Mm. Ty Lawson mm. is going to be my point guard running things with Vince Carter, Antoine Jameson, and Tyler Hansborough as my front court. So those are my four players. Wes, you get to go back-to-back in the back snake-style draft. Who is the last pick with a, is a, of the fourth round? Uh, my next pick. It's going to be, I need a dude that's ready for the big time. I need a dude that's ready to sink that big shot. I need a dude that gets in the ACC tournament and absolutely wrecks shop. Mm-hmm. All-time leading scorer in the ACC tournament. Give me that man that everybody hates once again. J.J. Reddick, pull up. Let's go. We're playing positionless basketball. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we, are we doing a podcast team or are we doing a basketball team? I mean... <laughs> I mean, do we need to pull up them Duke numbers? I need my shooter to space the floor out there. And you know I'm going to need space Mm -hmm. for this man because my next pick, I need room for him to operate. I got Christian Leitner already down there. Uh, And I need me a a big dog down there. I need some space for my man to operate. You're going to do it. Give me Big Z, Zion Williamson. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're not doing what I thought mm. you Give were me Z, do. Does he even National count, Player though? of the Year. He only played in one Duke Carolina game. Don't he, matter. He does count. We're doing all-time Duke and Carolina. What Keep kind? him away from the Golden Corral. Give me a National Player of the Year. Okay, but he's got to have those broken shoes, though. If we're going to know you, he has to wear the broken shoes. I'm <laughs> okay. sorry. So he's got one. You're trying shoe to on. injure my guy. Uh, no, I'm just trying to say we have to select these players as constructed. And your player comes Not to with mention, a busted Walker, open shoe. You talk about fun. I got a fun team. MJ, Grant Hill, Zion. Not as fun as mine. I had them seats nope. packed. No, my, my, it, they're going to be there to see me. That's what it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> okay. This one, I, I think this one's really tough for me as well. I keep saying that. I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing it. But I'm going to go. I think I don't know how surprising this is. <clears throat> I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Um, okay, pick is in. I'm gonna roll with Jerry Stackhouse. Damn it! Oh, good pick. Jerry Stackhouse is gonna be my starting shooting guard, and now we can win the fight. Doesn't matter. We're we're gonna win the fight. Pride of Kinston, North Carolina. We've got Jerry Stackhouse, and so even if you want to make this, Gerald, please draft Gerald Henderson. You're going to get something worse than a bloody nose. I'm sorry. We love Gerald. He's a friend of the show, but we know what it is with Big Stack. Welcome to Team Walker. Back-to-back, Fitty, what you got? All right, so now I've got to find my big man to put down low with Sam Perkins and James Worthy to, to round out the front court. My head tells me this should be Sean May. 
maybe the best below the big rim Roy Williams ever coached. I'm going with the guy that you put him in the fight, he can play through the blood because he did it against Duke in the biggest stage. Rest easy, Big E. I'm going Eric Montross, two-time All-American, two-time All-ACC, 1993 national champion. I'm going to take Eric Montross. R.I.P. to Eric Montross. R.I.P. Bringing him back to the Fitty team. Back-to-back picks. Who is your next selection to finish the draft? The sixth man. So we all drafted our starting five. That is no longer a problem. Who is going to be your first guy off of the bench, and then we can judge? I I really thought you were going to leave Stackhouse there for me, so I thought I was going to be able to get Montross to fill out the front court, bring bring Jerry Stackhouse Mm -hmm. off the bench. That did not work out the way I intended it to. Nope. I dug him. But the pick is still in. Uh Uh-huh. like Charlie Scott. Oh. Fitty doesn't have a player that played before, (laughs) that played after 1990. Montross is his newest player. Montross played in the championship game 30 years ago, and that is his most recent player, which I'd respect. Fitty honoring the history of the squad. Yeah, I mean, I can't leave this draft without him. You guys know exactly who I'm rolling with here. If I were to give you one more guess, if you thought about it, you guys would be able to land it. Kyle Singler. <laughs> I told you, Wes, you can say yeah, anything you want to about me, but you can't say that I look like Kyle Singler <laughs> or bring him up in any way, shape, or form. Ed Coda, welcome to the crib. Ed Coda coming in off of the bench to help out. If Ty Lawson gets injured or anything like that, you're still rolling. I got to get my favorite player of all time on the squad. Ed Coda, welcome to Team Walker. First guy off the bench. All right, so uh, just to let you guys know uh, – I wasn't completely biased to North Carolina because I did want to get Charlie Scott. It's Black History Month, the first black player at UNC. I was going to go with him. But now, since you've taken him but off the board. But now I'm drafting a white guy. <laughs> now they go off the board. <laughs> I need a backup point guard as well. You know, Grant Hill, sometimes I can switch him back to his natural position at that small forward. So I need a point guard. Mm-hmm. Give me Jay Williams. Yeah, that's it. No, that's that's one that you should go with. No, it's it's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, th- so the only other guy that I was I really wanted to get on my team and couldn't do it, Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, really wanted Sheed on the squad. Yeah, and so let's go on. All right, so this is the team. We'll read the team to the listeners. We got to draft our coach. Uh, do we? Do I mean, we have we to? Really? We know it's gonna be one or two guys, <laughs> or one of three. Okay, mine Roy is Roy K. Williams. Y'all take whoever. My coach is Roy <laughs> Williams. Even though I'm Dean K. Smith played, it's Roy Williams. I'll go Dean. Okay, I'll go Dean. You go Coach K. All okay. right. So go ahead, West. Read to the people who you have on Team West, and then we'll go on. All right. Team West consists of Michael Jordan. All right. His airness. Grant Hill, one of the most versatile players. J.J. Redick, the shooter supreme. Christian Layton, the guy everybody loves to hate, Zion Williamson, and Jay Williams coached by Coach K. I like Jay and Zion, I think, the best out of all those guys. I really like it. And Michael, of course. All right, so my point guard is Ty Lawson, shooting guard, Jerry Stackhouse, small forward, Vince Carter, power forward, Antoine Jameson, center, Psycho T, and Ed Coda is coming off of the bench to help out in the backcourt. Fitty, who's your starting five and your bench player? All right, my point guard, Phil Ford. Shooting guard, Lenny Rosenbluth. Small forward, (laughs) James Worthy. Power forward, Sam Perkins. 
Big man, Eric Montross. The sixth man, Charlie Scott, coached by Roy Williams, even though I drafted all Dean Smith players. I was going to say, the, the problem is, if you want to watch this game televised, you're going to have to go to black and white television. Yeah, I felt like Mark Fiddy was reading his team. We should have heard that music in the background. Now. That's your That's your grandparents' team right there. Yeah. Right there <laughs> it is. All right, so who wins out of all those rosters? Is it Team West? Is it Team Walker? I'm holding it down so far. I see three, four West wins. Or is it Team Fitty? Yeah, it doesn't look good. I mean, with MJ, it's going to be hard for y'all. I'll admit that. I okay. mean, whoever had MJ, people were going to pick for the most part. All right, let us know who wins in the Carolina Duke draft. We'll reveal the winner on the other side of the break at Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wesson Walker wrapping up on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Colin Hogger, the historian, visiting us in the Planet Kia studios. He wanted to hear all of the roster. Now, he gave us a mad stank face when Wes was reading his roster. I didn't see a reaction to mine. I know it's going to be more tailored to you as the Carolina fan. Fiddy, why don't you go ahead and reveal your roster to Colin as well? Because this is the pre-color TV lineup of the North Carolina Duke draft today. All right. (laughs) At point guard, Phil Ford makes sense. He ran the offense my podcast is named after. Shooting guard, Lenny Rosenbluth, the best Carolina basketball player that no one probably knows about. Small forward, James Worthy. Power forward, Sam Perkins. Center, I took Big E, Eric Montross. And then my sixth man, I took Charlie Scott. All right. So out of all the rosters. How, how many of the players that you selected did you see play? Yeah. There's YouTube, baby. I, would, I was just asking a question. Vinny's I know it's available a, on YouTube. Vinny, I ask how many you've seen Vinny's play. Vinny's definitely an old soul with that team. I, mm-hmm. I saw none of them play. The best part is I got Do, do all, you have a three-point line in this uh, theoretical game that you guys are playing? We, no, because <laughs> the three-point line ruined basketball. Bob Ryan is correct. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just like somebody that would dra- – I love that you I, – I used Lenny Rosenbluth as I, – I, I don't want to disrespect him, but I just didn't think he was going to get drafted, and sure enough, he was. Um, all right, Colin, who wins out of all the rosters that I, we just I, I think if we're if we're putting on a main event, it's you versus West, no doubt about it. Okay. I, I appreciate all of the uh, the shout outs that that mm-hmm. Vinny gave his guys, but I think the I think the matchup between you get you and you and West's squad. I really like West's squad though, which I hate to say given the uh, <clears throat> tinge yeah. of it. I know but. they 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 messed it up just leaving mm-hmm. all those Duke players for me, man. It was too many guys. So the the only one that I, I would have considered <laughs> drafting Grant Hill for sure. That was one, but I I liked all the other Carolina players. I couldn't help it, so I was rolling with them. If we were to go to the text line, 
I think Wes wins. Yeah, I, I won so. in a landslide. Really? No, there's I nobody. Say that. There's that. nobody saying y'all won. Uh, oh wait, that's not where? true. I, I see like eight or nine texts to <laughs> say I won. We'll I thought the... I won going away. Yeah, okay. we all know that's a joke. <laughs> no, there's a lot. Like Brian says, I'm leaning towards Walker being the winner. Uh, we've got Walker and Wes going to have to take a trip to the assisted living home to play Fitty's team. That's true. 704. <laughs> 704. Yeah, I, I see like, now that I'm looking even more, I see like 15, 20 texts saying me. I'm trying to give, you win, but I've got a lot to the prep page. Okay? Walker, sli- this one is Carolina fan. Walker slightly over Fitty. One has West wins. Walker very close. Fitty has a team only Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> Yeah, you took like historical impact at Carolina rather than your your five. I mean, like. you don't trust Roy Williams to get all those players to get up to play the, these two teams? Come on now. Uh, yeah, man, two, I'm, I'm doing too much. I got just just nasty. Not to mention, you know, you want to go to just grit. Got JJ and MJ. Who had bigger chips on JJ's, their shoulders than them two? JJ's the biggest uh, liability on your roster, I think. We're attacking him all day. But that's shooting. You can attack him all day, but he's going to yeah, give me 30. It's going to be a big game. It's going to be yeah, a big he gonna, game. He's going to give me 30. I'm going to give you. Yeah, well, that's true. Like, you know, we have we got championships, man. Like, J.J. I Redick. still blame J.J. for Ty, uh, Ty Thomas. Defensively, though, I'm good. I can take a liability. I got MJ out there. I got Grant Hill. I got Leitner down there. Oh, Come man, on we're now. attacking Leitner, too. We're attacking late. I mean, come on that, with it. I, I do think defensively, your team is a, you. You got some liabilities there. But Leitner, he might not be a flashy defensive player, but he's a very fundamentally sound. But see, that's player. all I need to know to know that you don't trust him. You can't say, <laughs> oh, he's he's fundamentally no, I sound. I trust his defense. He's gonna he's gonna play good defense. Him and Cycle T will be a hell of a battle. I, I'm I'm attacking. He's JJ gonna stop any opponent he needs to in a big game every single time down the court. And also, we don't even have to. People are writing in. Cackalack says Walker's team is never gonna let the basketball hit the floor. It's just gonna be full court oops <laughs> the entire time. Man, think about those fast breaks, Colin. I got mm-hmm. Grant Hill flying down, MJ on one way, on, Zion on the other. Hold on, hold, on, mm. hold on. If you're bringing up fast breaks. And I have Ty Lawson, Vince Carter, Vince. and Ed Coda, and Jerry Stackhouse on my team. But Vince, the and only you got real. J.J. Reddick and Christian Lindner? Yeah, but Vince, the only real highlight you got, though. That's all you got. Stackhouse? You got Lawson. Oh, Stackhouse, I'm sorry. You want I'm me to sorry. run the highlight back corrected. again, Wes? I'm sorry. I stand corrected, Ty, but still. Oh, and Ty Lawson and Ed Coda feeding them? Still, Grant Hill is a body snatcher at the rim. Zion, mm-hmm. we know what he represents. And MJ is a body snatcher, you too, at the rim. He does. He's only I got three body in this game. You only have one shoe. <laughs> yeah, that was the rule. They said he had to wear his busted shoes. Oh, that's why he didn't go higher? Yeah, he had to wear his busted shoes. All my guys Because that's the only Nikes. way they can stop him. And, and all of Fitty's guys have two Chuck Taylors. Yeah, they have two Chucks. <laughs> yeah. Fit, just, fit, just, here comes no, just Team no Fitty. Respect, man. Just this, no respect. Here comes Team Fitty down outside. Oh, come on out Lenny, here. Lenny tries to take Jerry off the eye and it's stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Now there's Phil are Ford cheerleaders? Are your cheerleaders? Are your cheerleaders? And he gets put on. The are your cheerleaders gonna say rah rah zis boom ba? <laughs> <laughs> um, for people writing in that you forgot Sheldon Williams, shame on you. Yeah, come on. Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Uh, I did see somebody say that uh, Stillman White should have been drafted. No, I think you, uh, to go back to Sheldon, don't you have to be the best player in your family or previous True. family? Let's to throw be a in bonus. Roster? Let's throw an yes, underdog in there. If we, if we threw an underdog, greatest under, I'll, I'll throw Dante Calabria in there as mine. Uh, like, <laughs> so, so it's like an underdog, like kind of a role player that made big plays, but not a huge name. You didn't go Luke May? Uh, no, no, no. He was big time. He you was were just the guy. wearing his jersey earlier. Yeah, today. but he was He's the still... guy. 
Um, yeah, I've got to. one. I've got like one that I think fits that bill what? that was actually going to get playing time. What about Jawad Williams? Okay, Jawad. that's a good one. Beat LeBron for that's Mr. a good Ohio. one. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going Jawad. What what player best fits this bill, Colin? Fitty, a, who's yours? As uh, an I'm, underdog. Just an underdog which, guy that's going to get. Which decade you going to go? 60s, 50s, what? I'll go mid 2000s. I'll go Rayshon Terry. Okay. Mm. Not bad. Mm. Over David Noel. Mm, Got drafted, by the way, David Noel. Picked up Marvin Williams after the end one, David Noel. I don't know that I got a good one for this one because underdog, I always think of Duke guards, to be honest with you. Oh, you I, could take a plethora. Also, yeah. Bobby Hurley. Like, I, well, Hurley. Bobby Hur- no, Hurley, Hurley was not. too good. Was too good. <laughs> oh, I, I the know. Person that wrote Sarcasm, in, guys. The person that wrote in Lee Melchione, you also stop it. Jake <laughs> <laughs> Heap's not available? I think, uh, yes. yeah, Duke's got a lot of those type Chris of Chris Duhon is a guy that pops into my mind. Oh. I mean, yes, exactly. William know, Avery. That's why he pops into my mind. Yeah, you could go like a William Avery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, William Avery made Coach K mad. I like that. Oh, hell, you go with the head coach, John Shire. Mm. John Shire was a dude that was, you know. That's true. We didn't draft, although the only, the only, yeah, I guess none of us drafted a coach that could actually suit up in Hubert Davis and John Shire. Yeah. Everybody else, all these other I guys I can't believe Billy Cunningham didn't end up on your roster, Fitty. Oh, he, he almost did. I thought about drafting the Kangaroo the I remembered good. Hubert Davis at Carolina. He was nasty. Too. Uh, Fitty, Fitty's team is going to be named the Carolina White Phantoms. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and wait, are y'all going to play your games at Carmichael or the Dean, though? That's Which right. one? Because you know that might throw them off if they're not in the gym that they remember. <laughs> what, what is this line? Yeah. <laughs> What's this, this line, is, guys? This is worth three points, you say? <laughs> what is this? I've never seen this before. That'll do it. Wes took off the jersey, so I guess that means the show was officially over. How was it being Rashad McCants for the day? Uh, yeah, man, it, it was pretty bad. You know, people mistaking me for a Carolina fan. You know, it, it just wasn't my day today. But, uh, you know, I do it for the good of the people. I do it for the people. I do it for my guys All right. in here. Thanks for listening to Wes and Walker here every weekday from 12 to 3. Thanks for Hogger the historian hopping in. You really had to go back in the depths of history to evaluate Fitty's team. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, guys, get on your YouTube. Well. I'm going to post the teams on social. You can get on YouTube and look up Fitty's team. Okay? All right, it's the Kyle Your encyclopedias. <laughs> Anything else? That's it. Okay. Kyle Bailey Show <laughs> coming up next alongside Smoke Ludwig. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend.